Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last, and you are listening to Beyond Synth. This is episode 60. So happy 60th anniversary, everyone. Uh, It's a special episode, sort of. This was essentially going to be the 50th anniversary concept, the original idea I had. And as you know, uh, leading up to the 50th, I said, oh, send in some audio questions, and me and a special guest are going to field them. And what happened was uh, I couldn't record that show and ended up actually probably recording a better show (laughs) because at the last minute, uh, Miami Nights said that he would do the show and it ended up being a really good show and a really important show. Uh, So it all worked out fine. Anyways, the reason for this whole thing was because the guest was going to be Adam McNabb from Look Is Set. We always have fun. And uh, we were going to answer some listener questions, uh, previous guest questions and stuff, and have a good time. So essentially, I saved all those questions, and I just said, look, the next time Adam can be on the show, we will do the Q&A segment. So that is what today is. Uh, I'm joined by Adam McNabb. He's co-hosting the show with me. A little weird, uh, because he is not at his place. The only way I could get a hold of him... (laughs) was in his car. So essentially, uh, he's recording this episode from his car. And it's important to note that he is driving hands-free, as in he is not using a cell phone. He has uh, a hands-free device in his car, so he doesn't need to hold the phone, so he's not endangering himself or others. To make that clear, he's not driving hands-free, as in he doesn't have his hands on the wheel, (laughs) because that would be insane. Uh, But he is driving like a proper adult and we're gonna get to that shortly so that is something to look forward to a lot of fun stuff planned today let's listen to a song this is a track by a person called ecto and this is a song called pyramidy
And that was Pyramidi by Ecto. And that's a cool track. Hope you dig it, because I dig it too. I should point out, later in the show, when Adam and I talk, there is a brief moment where he spoils the end of Bioshock 3. So if you haven't played Bioshock 3, there's a spoiler. (laughs) It's completely random why he brings it up. (laughs) So not only is there a spoiler for Bioshock 3, but it's also a pointless spoiler. But uh, it's just there. So that's my warning. So if you're listening to the thing and you're like, oh, they spoiled Bioshock 3, like, fuck you. Uh, he spoiled it for me, too. I've never <laughs> I've never played. I mean, OK, I did play the first like hour of Bioshock 3 because it was a PlayStation Plus game one month. The, the franchise seems cool. I just never I was a little late to the Bioshock franchise. So I know when it first came out is when I should have played it. But I ended up playing it like, you know, five years later, six years later. And, like, it's a good game, but I feel like if I were to have the same love for it that everybody else seems to, I should have played it when it came out. Uh, That's not to say it wasn't a good game. I enjoyed it. It's got definitely cool art style and stuff, but uh, that's my Bioshock story. So I wasn't really too offended that it was spoiled, although of the brief period of time I spent with Bioshock 3, it was a cool game. So... Let's do the show business here. Uh, Beyond Synth is on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern and Saturday replay at 1 p.m. So I'm still looking for feedback if you guys think I should just cancel the 1 p.m. show because I don't think anyone listens to it. But uh, if you do want to check out the broadcast of Beyond Synth and we have the chat uh, going, that's 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday nights. So that's when you can hear brand new episodes of Beyond Synth for the first time. And I'm in the chat room so we can uh, chat. And uh, other people who enjoy listening to the show are there, too. You can follow at Andy Last on Twitter. That's me. And that's also the official Beyond Synth Twitter account. So that's where I do all my Beyond Synth Twittering. Of course, uh, Facebook.com slash Beyond.Synth.Podcast. And um, the SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash beyondsynth. That's where all the episodes get posted. So please uh, like the SoundCloud and follow it. And uh, if you enjoyed the episodes, like them and share them and comment on them. It's fun to see that going on. What else? You know this show broadcasts on Power 85, don't you? Power85.com, 24-hour-a-day synthwave music. And check out the live uh, broadcast every Friday of Project Friday, which is a show hosted by Steve. And that's live Friday nights, so check that out, because that's a, a cool show. He plays a lot of music, and you can also follow at Project Friday FM. That's a lot of things that you need to follow. How about this? How about we listen to another song and then uh, you're going to love it or whatever. So this is a a track that some guys sent to me. This is the League of Space Pirates with the song Mr. Silhouette.
That was Mr. Silhouette by League of Space Pirates off the Precognitive Universe of Emergent Desire. That's a, that's a lot of words. <laughs> League of Space Pirates. That's who that was. So we got Adam McNabb uh, coming up in just a bit, straight from his car. <laughs> so don't mind the audio quality. It sounds like a guy on his phone in his car. So we still had a lot of fun, though. It's some good times. And, of course, we, uh, we listened to all those audio questions that were sent in months and months and months ago. So if you sent in an audio question and you notice that it's edited a little bit, that is because um, a lot of people thought they were sending in that audio for the 50th anniversary. And so a lot of the questions had like, hey, congratulations on the 50th anniversary, Andy. And this is the 60th episode, so I cut all that stuff out. Also, there is a part in this conversation with Adam where he brings up Pie Minister, which is... <laughs> the pie restaurant so in the christmas episode we had a fun little banter back and forth because i thought they called the place pie minister and they're like no you dickhead it's pie minster just pie minster like that and i'm like oh i, I think pie minister sounds better so just remember that that exchange took place because we have a follow-up to that and i may or may not have been vindicated with my original assertion of what that place should be called so to recap there are Bioshock 3 spoilers in this episode. In fact, specifically just the ending. Like, he just... <laughs> Adam just mentions Bioshock 3 and goes right into the what the end of the game twist is. So just know that. And remember that I thought the place was called Pie Minister. That's important stuff to remember. Is there any other Beyond Synth business? Oh, right. Remember, we're still doing our Tweet at Meech campaign. All right? You want Mitch Murder on the program? Tweet at Meech. All right, so tweet at Mitch Murder and say, hey, you should be on Beyond Synth. Again, I need to stress that this isn't serious. I also need to stress that I don't think he speaks English, but <laughs> I want him to officially and publicly say he doesn't want to do it. So that will at least be what I will tell people. Because, you know, a lot of times when I talk to certain artists and say, uh, be on the show and they don't want to be on the show, I don't necessarily share that publicly with people so i just let people continue to go when are you can have Laserhawk on the show and i gotta just sit there and be like oh yeah one of these days i think that's everything oh right and if you have a mail sack question send it to me you can either uh, direct message me on twitter or you can send me a facebook message to the beyond synth facebook page facebook.com slash podcast or you can uh, message the soundcloud page uh, just title the message mail sack and I will read it in the mail sack segment. And that is also how you can send your songs to me. All right. And speaking of songs, we are going to listen to another track here. And then when this song is over, uh, we're going to go right to uh, my conversation with Adam McNabb. So we have a lot of fun and I hope you enjoy it. So let's listen to a track by Neon Knox off the Beyond Earth album. And this is Neon Knox with the track... Final Voyage.
Welcome, everybody, to this wonderful episode. I'm joined by Adam McNabb. Hello. Favorite guest, Adam McNabb, who today is <laughs> driving in his car. Driving on fucking M1. <laughs> It's the worst motorway. Well, actually, no, it's not the worst motorway in the world. M62 is probably the worst one in, in uh, I don't know which one. Oh, M25. But M1 is a bugger because there's loads of roadworks on it. And you've got to do 50 mile an hour. You're restricted to 50. Bastards. So basically, our schedules just didn't line up for you to come on earlier. And now this has been the only way to, <laughs> to get you on the show is to catch you while you are commuting. It's nice, actually. Isn't it? It's quite therapeutic. <laughs> I'm late at night. I'm like, oh no, it's not. It's quarter to nine at night here. Mm. It's quarter to quarter four at your end, is it? No, it's quarter to five. Four hours behind then. Did you have daylight savings time yet? Fuck knows. <laughs> I think something's supposed to happen. <laughs> I don't know when. <laughs> I guess I'll find out one morning when I'm late for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or early for work, whatever it is. I don't, I don't even follow it. I just wait for news to tell me. Well, then they'll think you're a go-getter. That's That's important. If you, if you show up early anyways. I'm, a, I'm my own person. I, I can do what I want. <laughs> my phone will do it for me. How have you been, man? Uh, I've been better. Well, listen, let's turn that frown upside down today for at least uh, one hour, however long this show is going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, it has, it has been, it's been, like, this, is, this, this little bit here now, I'm with you now. It's, it's a nice little alcove, it's just a nice little spot to get away from it all and uh, just, to, just to chill out. Whilst I'm driving and just talk to the lad, yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's, it's good to hear your voice, mate. It's been a while, hasn't <laughs> it? Again, yeah, it has. I quit Facebook. You quit Facebook? Why? Deactivated it. Did you? Yeah. Obviously, you don't like me that much. You're not <laughs> looking for me. I guess I'm in a three-way chat with you, Joe, and James, and I didn't notice that you were gone. <laughs> Well, because we had that video game chat going for like three years, <laughs> and then yeah, and then I text you, and then I message you saying I'm coming off Facebook for a while, boys. I need to get away. I thought uh, you just meant you just weren't going to be logging in. I didn't know you canceled. Ah, uh, uh, right now, nah, fuck that. Got rid of it. I tell you what, though, it feels bloody good. It's like a void that's like it's getting filled with like flowers and fucking daffodils and sunsets now. Well, that's cool. I feel a lot better now. Because, uh, you know what I mean? Because you just constantly, you wait. First thing in the morning, you used to wake up, look at your Facebook, see all the shite, and you go, this is, what the fuck am I doing? Watching a dog talking. <laughs> so I just decided, I've had enough of this. And um, there's a load of bollocks on there sometimes, isn't there? There's people just babbling about shit that's probably over-exaggerating what they're fucking doing. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I've tried to limit it. Because it does uh, affect your productivity, so I've I've tried to just sort of look at it in the morning and sort of turn it off. Oh, you've got you, you've got a schedule. Yeah, I don't think I can cancel it right now because well, it's... I, mean, I know, I know, because you, you do it for work, and I used it for work. And if I was in London, I'd have been up shit creek. But um, but I think because I'm up here, I don't need it. I can just look. At, I can go outside and just look at cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just breathe in fresh air. So. <laughs> I feel better for it. I tell you, I thought first couple of days I kept logging in and I was like, I tried to log in and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I deactivated it. And then I was like, oh, I don't need it. And then now I just, I haven't actually, I just, I just deleted the, the, the app off the phone and everything now, yeah. But I've left, I've left the liquor, because I wonder what we're going to happen with the liquor set page, but I've, 
I must have written a will for Joe and James to carry on in my name. <laughs> do they have the power now to do it? Yeah. Okay. They're my executors. So, <laughs> so they've got the, the power of attorney. They, they can look after it. But James is too busy fucking about in Dubai. Mm. Sorry, I was, some guy tried to cut me up then. I'm just trying to concentrate. Hang on. Give him the two finger. What do you call it in, in England? Because obviously when you, you do the two fingers instead of the middle finger, right? But like... We do a bit of both. But what do you call... You guys, you guys do that stupid thing where you... We bend his fingers right down and stick the middle finger right up so you get the full length. But you fuckers or Americans do it where they just bend like the middle bit of the finger so it all comes down. So they just, you know what I mean? Do you get me? <laughs> Wait, hold on. My question is this. I do I do get you, uh, sort of, but when you do the, the two fingers, what's that called? I don't know. Sticking, sticking two Vs up at you? Well, like, because it, it, obviously if you're going to give someone the finger, it's called giving them the finger, right? Yeah, well, I'm going to give you two fingers then. Is that, <laughs> But is that was that what you say? We just get, uh, I don't know. I used to say, oh, he's the V. I don't know, mate. I used to say he's sticking two fingers up at you, mate. Listen, here's what yes. we're going to do today. I'm going to sort of explain what today is about. Oh, yeah, yeah. We haven't really discussed what was going on, did we? So uh, we got some songs to play, and uh, people wrote in questions. And um, in building up to the 50th anniversary show, I had people write me a bunch of questions, and I said I was going to have a special guest on the show, and that was going to be you. And yeah. uh, then we couldn't do it. And so I have all these questions left over because the, the 50th anniversary ended up being the Miami Nights episode, which was fine. People were happy with that. Lovely fella, isn't he? Yeah, I know. He's fun. That was, a, that was a good episode. So now I've got these leftover questions and we are going to answer them. So you just basically, you've got all this shit that you want to get rid of. And you thought, who can I, who can I find? Yeah. You can't find because you didn't even fucking look for me on Facebook anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Adam. I'll ring him. Exactly. I must actually stress this. I, I am hands-free. Yes, 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 of course. You are You are hands-free. Promoting safe driving. Exactly. So what I'm going to do now... Get out of the fucking middle lane, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> but not road rage. Right, go on, carry on. Now, this is a question someone wrote to me a long time ago. It's Arjen, Arjen1981. Oh, Arjen. And he, he wanted to know what my favorite tracks from 2015 were. So I'm going to play some of those during... The show. That's not really an official mailbag question, but that's where I'm going with the tracks I'm going to be playing for a little while. Because I figured, what better way to honor the 60th episode of Beyond Synth by answering questions that people wrote to me three months ago and by playing my favorite songs from six months ago. So that's what today's episode is all about. Right. What, what what I'm trying to say is this is a terribly timed program, is what I'm saying. It does sound unorganized, but we'll go with it. So, one of my favorite tracks from last year was a track by FM84 from the Los Angeles EP, and it was a track called Mainframe. And we're going to listen to that now because it's awesome. So here is Mainframe by FM84.
And that was FM 84 with the track Mainframe off the Los Angeles EP. <laughs> what are you like? Your fucking voice. <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a cold right now. I've got a sore throat. And it makes doing the close-up mic talking a lot cooler. <laughs> Try with Arnold. That was, that was mainframe with FM 82. <laughs> From his new EP. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, we're back with Adam McNabb, who is driving his car. So you're driving in your car. I've got questions. I'm only going to play the mailbag theme once, but essentially these are all questions from the mailbag. So we're going to open the mail sack now. It's actually called the mail sack. And we are going to get to some of these questions, man. So let's open the mail sack. Fucking massive. That is a fucking massive sack, mate. All right, we've opened the mail sack. Now it's time for your... (laughs) Jesus Christ, it stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Close that fucking mailbag up. I've never seen Terminator. Can you explain me in just four words what happened in that movie and why people love it so much? Okay, so that was a question from Vincenzo Salvia. So Vincenzo wants to know, he's never seen the movie Terminator. So can you explain Terminator to him in four words, and then also explain why people love it so much? I'll be back. <laughs> How many was that? That's four words, isn't it? We got I'll. I'll, I'll be back. Yeah, it's far Why do people love it so much, man? I don't really like Terminator. I like Terminator 2. Ooh. So everyone else can just shut up. I don't know. That's, you know, Vincenzo, I'd stay clear of Terminator. Go straight for Terminator 2. <laughs> Is that all right? That's your advice? I'm actually a huge fan of Terminator myself. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the first one. See, same with Alien. I never really liked Alien as much as I did as Aliens. Well, I no, like the, I, I, like the I think uh, in that particular case, I do think Aliens is the better movie. See, Terminator's different, right? Because Terminator 2 is awesome. Like, Terminator 2 is one of my favorite movies. Well, there you go, then. So you like it better than Terminator 1, then? Well, no, it's just that they're, they're very different films. I like them both, you know? Yeah. So he wants four words. But I guess you're the wrong guy to ask, then, if you're more of a Terminator 2 guy. It's four words. Buy it. Watch it. <laughs> I wonder what that costs in euros. In Italian money. How long is this drive you're on right now? Four hours. How much longer do you have to go? I've got about three and a half hours to go. And what happens when you get there? You just going straight to bed or what? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be half. It's gonna. Oh god, yeah. Fucking hell, three and a half. So what's that? Half twelve. I'm gonna get there for half twelve in the morning. Yeah. Damn. That sounds like quite a drive. So shall we go back to what I've been doing? Sorry, I forgot to mention that, Anna. What have you been doing? Well, I was in a film, wasn't I? Tell me about the film you were in. It was a Viking film. Wait, was that the one that I saw a clip of you getting, like, yanked on a cable? Yeah, getting my neck snapped and then thrown. Yeah, talk to me about that. The director, lovely lad, he's done, uh, you, you must have seen, you might have seen the zombie film, Colin. You haven't fucking seen it, have you? And then, um, <laughs> so he's done another film. 
name's still in the making, but when we got there, it was called Tree Bastards. And uh, he said, originally, I thought I was going to be a Viking, so I started going to the gym and I started working out, and then I threw this bloody beard. And near the time, got there and everything, and they were like, right, cool, man, we're going to lose that beard. <laughs> I was like, what? So basically, I, uh, I grew it for this Viking film, thinking that I was going to be a Viking, and then towards the start of the shoot, kept implying that I was going to be this other character, um, a this guy called the translator, or the Northman, this Yorkshire lad who's mastered a thousand languages. And uh, yeah, so I'm pretty much in it, just translating every fucker's language. And it, it was an absolute bugger, absolute arse of a fucking thing, because me and this Viking kept <laughs> just kept cracking up, but it was good. So you're saying, though, like when you grew the beard, then when you got there, you didn't need the beard? Yeah. They were like, oh, wicked beard, man. I'm going to lose it. I'm like, you're kidding. So they gave me this fucking porn star tash and a goatee. And uh, the woman put KY jelly on my head to make me look greasy. The uh, makeup artist, which was nice. So I was this dirty little translator boy. So uh, and technically, I was like a Viking's red boy or something like that. Why did you think you needed a beard? Because you were talking about Vikings and I got overexcited. <laughs> You mean so like it was never requested? No, no, to be honest, no. You were growing that beard for like six months, weren't you? I know, I know, I know, I know. I just jumped to the conclusion I was going to be a Viking, so I started working out, growing a beard, and I wasn't getting any dates. And I said to him, mate, the amount of times I couldn't get a date because his beard is all your fault. <laughs> no, it's all right. How long was the shoot? It was a three-week shoot, but I was there for the two weeks. And it was good fun. Met some really nice guys and... Yeah, everyone was funny. But I just like to say, like, times when you had to be serious, I couldn't, I couldn't. And I just kept laughing and fucking my lines up. Yeah, I had one line to do in the scene and I kept fucking it up. And, oh, God, it was it was touch and go. It was touch and go, but it was fun. I really, I really enjoyed it. Then. So that was, that's done. Hey, listen, we're going to listen to a song now. Oh, what is it? This is another one of my favorites from last year, man. It's Chalk Dinosaur. I had him on the show. He's a cool guy. And this is a track from the Conscious EP, and it's called In My Head, In My Hands.
That was In My Head, In My Hands by Chalk Dinosaur. And if you, uh, you like that song, check out the interview with him, man. Uh, he came on the show early this season, and he's a cool guy, super talented. And I am joined today by Adam McNabb, who is... Driving. Yeah, driving in a car. Driving in a fucking car. Do you want to answer another question? Yeah, fire, fire him up, mate. Go on. Hold on, what do we got here? Hi, Python Blue here. Um, what is your opinion about the loudness wars? The fuck's the loudness wars? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that where people are trying to outdo each other with fucking compression and shit? I think so. According to Wikipedia, so I guess we're, we're both really two guys qualified to answer this question. Uh, Wikipedia says... <laughs> Loudness war, or loudness race, is the popular name given to the trend of increasing audio levels in recorded music since the early 1990s, which many critics believe reduces sound quality and listener enjoyment. Increasing loudness was first reported as early as the 1940s with respect to mastering practices for 7-inch singles. (laughs) It's irrelevant. <laughs> what do I think the loudness was? Stop getting, stop, stop doing it. This just, just be normal. Well, see, here's, I mean, the thing about the loudness war for me is like in the 2010s, okay, in March 2010, mastering engineer Ian Shepard organized the first dynamic range day, and that was a day of online activity intended to raise awareness of the issue and promote the idea that dynamic music sounds better, you know? And the day was a success, and its follow-ups in the following years have built on this, gaining industry support from companies like SSL, uh, Bowers & Wilkins, TC Electronic, and Shure, as well as engineers like Bob Are you Ludwig. reading this? <laughs> I thought you actually knew what you were talking about. <laughs> no, I was tra- I'm just reading Wikipedia. You can always tell. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say you can always tell when you when you're reading it. Oh, you can know it because you just sound like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Loudness, but it's almost like saying my dad can beat up your dad. Yeah, but the thing is, right, is broadcasting is also a participant in the loudness war. I mean, competition for listeners between radio stations and competition for clients between recording studios has caused a loudness arms race, if you will. I thought at first you were going to have like your own opinion, but then halfway through I thought he's fucking reading again. Just stop it, Andy. <laughs> Look, I mean, the problem is this, right? Shut up, dickhead. Int- <laughs> stop reading it again. Fact is, it's irrelevant. There's no, there's no need for it, and we're going to fucking ruin his ears by the time we're forty. So stop it and just, 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 just be normal. Zero dBs. Do you? Do you- <laughs> it's ridiculous. But thank you, though, Python Blue. But I just make music because it sounds good. I know it's very rare I make it, but I make music because it sounds good, not because it, it sounds loud. So just make tracks and songs that are going to, you know, tingle and tug at people's emotions rather than burst people's eardrums. And <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's answer another question here. I'm enjoying this now. All right. So this is from Dallas Campbell, who asked that question very uh, sultrily directly into his microphone. And Dallas wants to know... Question. If you could live out the single-player experience of any video game from any time, which would it be and why? 
Oh, that's, that's a very good one. See, I thought, I, I, I'm thinking about this right now as well, because there's some games I like, but I wouldn't want to live in them. No, I don't want to get shot at. Yeah, see, that's the uh, thing. If you could walk around the world, like if I was walking around Elder Scrolls and it would actually play that music, you know, then maybe I could, but then it's very dangerous. Like, I think maybe... Um, so, Dallas, we're going on the point here that it's like the same sort of question, is that if, if you could go to any era... Or any time, any, any any year, whatever you want, right? But say if you went to the Roman times, or whatever, there wouldn't be stuff like everything would be perfect. So you'd be rich, you you wouldn't have any sort of illness, everything would be cushy, and that's it. You'll get killed by nothing. So that's the sort of thing that we're talking about, I guess, in a game. So if we're going to do that, then I'd like to. But I can kill them. I can kill people. But they can't kill me. Yeah. Sure. Can we go with that. Yes. <laughs> So I can inflict damage on other fucking poor innocent fuckers, hmm. but they can't do all to me. Yes, um, and, and I've got all the money in the world, and uh, you know, um, on, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. I'm not going to say FIFA, although I'd love to be a footballer. <laughs> Would be cool, well, I love, I, I love the idea that obviously he's asking that question, expecting us to say something like Elder Scrolls or Zelda or something like that. I love you go to FIFA, because like, if you lived in the world of FIFA, you're living in the real world, right? Because FIFA takes place in on Earth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same with COD though, and Battlefield and stuff like that. See where Star Wars, you know. Ooh, now you've got fucking hell. Now he's put the spanner in works, hasn't it? <laughs> but I'm gonna have to say it. I'm gonna have to say it. Bioshock Infinite. Okay, and why? Beautiful world where it's all like, you know, you've got floating cities. Floating. But the thing is that I wouldn't shag my daughter. Oh, was that That's the, the s- only thing? I- <laughs> Have you ever played it? I never got that far. Oh, shit. Right. I don't know if we should spoil it for people who have never played it. Well, that's... <laughs> That's another weird spoiler. Out. Is that like a secret at the end of the game? No, he doesn't shag his daughter. But I was saying, the ending, the girl that he's rescuing, that he's sent out to rescue, is his daughter. But he doesn't realise because he's like ripped through a time like a like a, a time travelling thing. He's ripped through it and he's created two alternate paths. Right, right, right. So the guy that's setting out to kill in the other world that's nicked his daughter is actually him, but older. Ah, I see. It's really fucking good. So I, I, I like these sort of like these twists to games and they're so beautiful. But I'd like to have a girl at the end of it, but obviously I can't shag her because she's my daughter. Right, right, right. <laughs> Let's start again. Let's start again. Let's start again. Or maybe not. Well, here, I'll I'll help out here. Well, you know what? Well, I I mean, I'm probably going to go say Zelda. Oh. Well, because I like the world, but maybe like the Ocarina of Time Zelda. Because Wind Waker, I'm not really too fond of swimming, so like I'd want a a big world. Yeah, good. That's a good one. You know, they're like kind of cartoony people in that world. Uh, they're not super frightening. Yeah. Like, even the bad guys, you know, they're skeletons with, like, big heads and stuff. Like, um... Because I was thinking, well, Elder Scrolls, you know, because it's a big fantasy universe and stuff, but it's a lot of, like, slums and, and shitty people and, like, everybody's, like, the same. <laughs> you go into a town and it's the same, like, four voices, even though it's this massive yeah. world. I like Zelda. Ocarina of Time, yeah? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you get your horse and shit. Epona. Yep. Epona, Epona, whatever you want to call it. Epona. Yes, what do you say? I say Epona. I think it's Epona, but we'll fuck it. We'll find it. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I do like that one. A tough one, that. Well, how about this? Let's listen to a song here. This is another one of my favorites from last year. And this is uh, this is Gunship with the track The Mountain.
and that was The Mountain by Gunship. That was one of my favorites from last year, and we're back. I'm back with Adam McNabb, who's driving in his car. I'm having fun uh, catching up with him, and we're answering a bunch of questions that people have sent in. Yeah, we'll have to answer that game. I'll have to come back to on that game as well. Got me. Dallas has got me. Checkmate. Bastard. What films have you been watching, Andy? What films have you been watching lately? Uh, today, I just watched... I don't I don't really get too much time to watch many movies, really, but um, I watched The Kingsman Secret Service. It's good, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun, man. That was a cool film. I thought it was going to be absolutely shit, but then... You, you know what, though? The director of that movie, all of his movies are good. No one ever talks about him. It's Matthew Vaughn. He's really good. Like, I like all of his movies. Like, they're all fun. Okay, Layer Cake, Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, Kingsman. They're all good movies. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I've seen the X-Men one. Not particularly, not particularly a fan of the X Men. I like I liked X Men First Class because I think the last one they did that was when they did three and then they made those like kind of garbage Wolverine standalone movies. Yeah. And then uh, I thought his was fun. I think he's a cool like action director. Like he directs fun action scenes. I watched uh, Mad Max again the other day and uh, it was actually really, it's, it's such a good fucking film. The new one, Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mediocre. And then. Um, and then like, what? Me and my brother watched uh, The Martian. Mm, how was that? And I thought, oh, I thought, it, I, re- I, re- I started reading the book, and Matt Damon's. I don't know. He's, he's kind of overdoing it the way he's talking to the camera. You know what I mean? Like it's over him. He's overdoing it a little bit. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, sorry. Well, that's okay. I don't care. Like I don't care about it. So like I'll see it. Well, I still haven't seen Gravity. Oh, fuck. get that sorted. Put that on your checklist. That's great. Um, and also. I thought I was expecting it to be like interstellar. Mm. Like kinda of like similar sort of action packed and shit. But it was just a bit eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh. Damon. Yeah, I haven't uh, yeah, lately I've seen uh, n- nothing really. I mean I watched Ant Man the other day, but I'd already seen that. Oh, I've seen that. It's fun. Legend, have you seen Legend? Uh the Tom Hardy one? Yeah. No, I haven't, no. Fucking great. Yeah, it looked fun. Oh, I tell you what, with Matt Damon in, actually, I'm a sucker for these sort of films, you know, like Birdcage and stuff like that, Behind the Candelabra. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you mean. You mean a sucker for films about a bunch of gays? <laughs> yeah, feel-good gay films. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I like to call them. And I tell you what, it's, it's a little bit like... It's hot as in the war, yeah. I'm quite surprised Douglas, Nicholas Douglas... Was doing that sort of shit. <laughs> I thought it'd be dead against him, but I thought they'd put like, I thought they'd like, you know, CGI his face into that shit, <laughs> like they did in Ant Man. You got to see, you got to see Ant Man just for that. Yeah. At the very beginning of Ant Man, there's a scene where there's like a young Michael Douglas because he's he's the original Ant Man from the '60s and and whatever, and he gives the suit to to Paul Rudd. But he, right. but there's a scene and they do that de aging like CGI to him, and it looks pretty damn good. It's the best I've seen. Yeah, because. Did you ever watch Tron? Yes. And it looks weird. Like, like with Tron, it looked okay, but you also accepted it because he was in, like, a computer graphic world. Yeah, yeah. But, but there was two scenes where he wasn't in the computer graphic world. Beginning. Still ruined it a little bit. There was just that... Yeah. You know, the Terminator movies when there's like CGI Arnolds and they, they I mean, they're they're okay, but they don't look quite right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So definitely like the Ant-Man one with Michael Douglas at the beginning. It's the best I've seen so far. Like it looks pretty good. Okay. 
Listen, let's listen to another song and then we will uh, we'll answer some more questions. How about that? Sounds fucking thrilling. All right, here's another one of my favorites from last year. And this is Hoo-Ha with the track Halloween.
And that was Hoo-Ha with the track Halloween. And I am uh, back with my good pal, Adam McNabb, driving his car. We're catching up because we... I'm surprised, even though I am, seems that you didn't even know I was off Facebook yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm a busy guy. I got a show to run, damn it. Still don't know what you do. James is still, like... Like scratching his head Can't fathom it What you do That's my favourite part About last year's Christmas episode Was just how angry James was At not knowing What my job is Like it seemed To really upset him And it uh, made me laugh Well he was upset That he didn't know Your job was I was upset Because you stole Joe from us <laughs> We were just having a, One of those days And then we went to that Oh you, you're right um, It was called Pie Minister What? You know we thought It was called Pie Minister Yeah you said Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. It was called Prime Minister, so we look like dickheads now because we took the piss out of you. It actually is called Pie Ministers? <laughs> and we, we thought it was called Pie Ministers, and when we got there to have us pie, we saw we read the menu. We were like, guys, it says Pie Minister. <laughs> Andy was right. <laughs> we were like, oh, fuck. We, we felt so bad that night, we didn't even have pie. We just left it. <laughs> <laughs> Pie Minister was alright, you know, because it, was, it wasn't the thing. You know, like, if you go there, you expect, like, these big pies. You think, oh, yeah, meat and tea, you fucking all that shit. Yeah, mm. it's going to be filling. You get there, they're trying to be, like, some sort of gourmet fucking, you've got to pay extra for mash. You fucking dickheads. You fucking dickheads. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? you got to throw the, the menu in their face, right? And they just say, that's, oh. an extra, that's an extra 2p for mash. This is fucking bullshit. 2p? What, what? It's not Victorian time. <laughs> two quid two quid for some mash I was just watching um, a Doctor Who episode that takes place in old London so like everyone's talking in quids and peas what is a quid anyways quid is like a dollar it is a dollar quid to dollar but isn't a pea also a dollar pea is pence like a like sense 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 <laughs> Frankincense. What you're saying is you wouldn't be able to get mash for 2p, is that what you're saying? No, you'd be able to get a sweet for 2p. Not gets you 2p these days. 2p gets you know these days, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Not gets you 2p these days. Not even a fucking blowjob on backhand street. <laughs> Trust me, I've, asked, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, let's answer another question. Yeah, yeah I'm enjoying one. This is from Bobby B. Bobby B! Hello Andy, it's Bobby here from England, your number one Beyond Synth fan. The interviews are hilarious and your guests are awesome and the music's good obviously. So I was wondering, I have two questions. Um, I was wondering first of all if you think you might in the future um, film yourself doing interviews with your guests um, like you did once with Adam McNabb from Lacassette. The reason I ask is because I think you bear a, a bit of a resemblance to Ben Stiller um, when he does his blue steel pose from Zoolander and that would just be awesome and I think it's something really you shouldn't deprive the world of. Um, you know, it, it's a great gift that you have. So Bobby wants to know if uh, if I'm ever going to film more Beyond Synth like that interview I did with you because I look like Ben Stiller. <laughs> So, I don't know, I think that's what we call taking the piss, or what you call taking the piss. You do look like Ben Stiller. 
Well, she said it's when when uh, when he does the blue steel face. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Maybe like the odd hair looks like Ben Stiller, but that's it. Because the other day she said I looked like uh, Jimmy Carr. And I'm starting to think now she just thinks that... <laughs> yes! <laughs> now she's... <laughs> yes, you do! No, I don't. Now, everybody, this is racist. You're saying that all white people with black hair look the same. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Can you do the laugh? I can't do I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Jimmy Carr. Those are just two exit Because then everyone ever says that to me about Seth MacFarlane. So all it is yeah, is anytime, yeah. anytime there's a white guy who's got black hair, all of a sudden people say I look like them. That's racism. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I think your face... Yeah, if, if Seth MacFarlane bummed Jimmy Carr, then I reckon that you'd be the love child. <laughs> Ridiculous. Bobby B. It's got it down to me. Yes. Now listen. Nice one, Bobby. Now she's got a follow-up question here. Um, and and secondly, I was just wondering what star sign you are, if you didn't mind sharing that with us. Um, okay, Andy. Cheers. Thanks very much. And this is why I saved it for for our episode because I don't think we've ever publicly talked about this. You and I. Uh, her question is, uh, what is is my sun sign? And I guess that applies to you because. Uh, I don't know if uh, people are aware of this, but you and I have the same birthday. I'm surprised the world didn't implode when we were both born. (laughs) (laughs) So that means you and I have the same sun sign. We are Scorpios. But you're older than me, though, aren't you? Yeah, by a year, right? I'm 33 this year. Oh, so I'm older than you by two years. It's more like it, Wait, wait, wait. So so this year you are going to have your 33rd birthday. Yeah. This year, I will have my 35th. Fucking hell. Fucking hell is right. I just fucking got sad there. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine your your eyes just widening and just looking at your desk. Yeah. (laughs) A single tear just rolled down my face. (laughs) And onto your slit wrists. (laughs) (laughs) So... That answers the question. So Adam and I both have the same birthday and the same sun sign, Scorpio. There you go, Bobby B. Thank you, Bobby B. I'm still thinking about Dallas's question. <laughs> so what does that mean? Do you think you're, uh, what What spectrum of Scorpio are you? I know you're a firm believer in sun signs. Am I? <laughs> you taking a shot in the dark there? I don't follow horoscope. I don't know. It's just I'm a Scorpio. I've been told that I'm a triple Scorpio, if that means anything is very rare. Wait, doesn't that make you more evil? I've met a few Scorpios who are um, who are like Ultimo Scorpios, and I think they have the potential to be more evil than the other ones. Huh? Sorry, not evil, but that when, when all your suns and all your moons and all that shit are like, if they're all Scorpio, that means you have you have great potential. And this is all true, by the way. It means like you could, you could go either way, right? Like if you chose to be like a scumbag, you could be like the ultimate one. Yeah. <laughs> So, so whatever whatever I do, I become king. Yes. Try to be king scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can either be like king of the people or king of the rats. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've been I've been uh, told. Yeah, triple triple Scorpio. But like I said, that's, apparently she said that's really like interesting. I don't think she I don't, I don't think she wanted to upset me in case I fucking killed her or something. <laughs> How about this? We got more questions to answer, but I'm going to play another track, one of my other favorites from last year. And this is, of course, Carpenter Brute and the track Anarchy Road.
And that was Anarchy Road by Carpenter Brute. I liked his uh, music video. Oh, sorry, Conan. Sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Sorry. No, that music video is amazing. As everyone knows, uh, about five episodes ago, I had a bilingual podcast with the guys who directed uh, that video. Where are they from? They're from France. You speak French? Um, not well, but I had help in translating the show. So it's in both French and English, and I just talked to those guys who directed the video, and basically it just goes back and forth. Like, I ask a question in French, and then I ask it in English, and then they answer, and then they had a girl with them who was translating for them. That's cool. Yeah, I think everyone's going to hate it, but, like, I really wanted to talk to them, so, like... <laughs> How much did it cost to make the fucking thing? Two p. Well, it was, like, I think it was, like, a, it was a passion project, right? Like, they, it just six months and it was basically just like the two of them just working on like effects shots and shit shit talented dudes though man yeah incredible it's proper wank back material that yeah it's fucking so good so yeah the second I saw that video over his head ladies and gentlemen over his head well no I heard you <laughs> it's oh, like right, okay. I'm so used you to, to it as well uh, well I'm just I, I'm so used to talking to people who just say filthy and stupid things all the time that like I just it just rolls off me now like I can be in mid conversation and someone's just like yeah and I was just whacking off I'm like yeah I, to- I totally know what you mean man anyways and like I just it's not weird to me anymore you've changed man hey listen alright you gotta roll with the times the kids these days all they do is they swear and they talk about wank banks <laughs> wank banks I'm just gonna deposit a few <laughs> 2P. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I like the video, I like the song, I like the tune, sorry. Very nice. Yeah, man. Listen, let's uh, let's answer another question here. On, Hi guys, this is Alex Highway Superstar. Uh, here's my question. Ever since Adam and I became friends on the PS4, I've been noticing that Adam goes to a fuck ton of parties. I mean, man, every time I turn the PS4 on, I have a notification that says, Adam Knapp joined a party. Would you care to join them? And I fucking can't. I'm in great... Uh, I'm not in Great Britain, so... Uh, my question to Adam is, would you care to invite me to your parties whenever you go? Because it's not fair that I'm getting all these notifications, but I can't really party. Cheers. Highway Superstar wants to know how he gets into these exclusive PlayStation parties of yours. Hey, click on my name and just join the fucking party. <laughs> It's not bloody hard. Oh, my God. It's like, come on, highway superstar. <laughs> Same with Jake. Jake hasn't got PS Plus. Andy, since you're never fucking on when you want to fucking... I, I said to you, come and play the game, or you haven't got the game, but you're coming to chat, mm. and then you just you fuck off. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm not huge on talking to strangers on the PlayStation. I know like that's something you're more comfortable with. Like I'll see you, you've joined parties of people you don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. These are my mates who I've known for years, mate. So all these people that I'm talking to are all my like my genuine friends. Are they? I always got the impression that you would you would just like friend and follow random strangers and then like they'd be no. part of the chat and shit. Oh, when I was younger, I'd be like, when I like, say if I play FIFA or COD or whatever, I'd follow or like friends with someone who wants to like do corpse and shit or like play against and stuff. But on PS4, everyone that I've got on there now that I talk to are either my friends who I see in real life or are in the sin scene. All right. Cock. I don't just, <laughs> I don't, I don't just fucking drop into someone's. That's rude. To drop into someone's party and just like, hey guys, well, I don't no. know who you are. Well, no, 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 because I always got the impression like you were playing a game and then you ended up joining a party of all these other people 
because oh, you, because to, no, to play no. and then you would invite me to the party and I would join and it would be like me and like all these other people I didn't know and I would I, I didn't know whether no, I could no 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 everyone that I in the party with whether it's Star Wars they're all my mates from like London ah all the other guys when we played Destiny they're all my mates from like the sin scene and then Alex Alex can't ever be bothered to come in and just have a little goosey gander. I think I've sent him an, an invitation before. Mm. I've sent one to Jake, but Jake's never got PS Plus. And then you just get scared because you think I'm talking to people and you don't like, uh, you know, you don't like mingling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I meet new people, it's it's hard to know what, like, what I can say. Hey, don't worry about that because, hey, if I invite you, then you know it's good. All right? Going forward, if I invite you, you know you're in a safe Say fucking thing. <laughs> if, if I feel as though there's something that I need to tell you, I might pull you to one side. I might pull you into a private party before we ever tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then invite you to the proper party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a virtual. I'm going to pull you into a virtual room yeah. just to have a quiet word with you. Can you imagine we're in a party chat and you say something and I'm like, Andy, can you step out of this chat room a minute? I'm just going to have a word with you. <laughs> Alex, mate. Tell Alex, aka Highway Superstar, just to get in there, mate. Let's get playing some games. Stop fanning around. Take your hand out of your vagina and let's start talking. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You can do it. Yeah? Oh, I, I always like talking to people online, especially. I'm, I'm actually, ever since like last, not the beginning of this year, I've really started, oh, like the end of last year, I, I really find, not like comfort, do you know what I mean? I really get like a kick out just playing online all the time, just chatting with mates, because it's, it's kind of like just talking on the phone, but you're playing a game at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. You just keep in, 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 in touch. Yeah. And, um, well, I know, I like to do that as well. It's just sometimes I like to know the people. Like, uh, there's a dude, um, Midnight Air, Josh Gallagher, and we chat. And uh, I just had a big long chat with him yesterday. I think they're on there, and I've got like totally as well. I've got Lee, Lee Blanchard, and James Secker on there as well. So we all just like nip in and out now and again, just have a little nat how things are going. Yeah. And honest to God, mate, I would never invite you to a party chat where if you felt uncomfortable or you didn't like know anyone because I'm exactly the same. I don't want to jump into a party where everyone's talking because you can't hear anything. Mm. And uh, all the guys that I play with are all my mates. And we just we just play the game together like Star Wars. I don't think you've got Star Wars though, have you? No, I I, I traded everything in. And I picked up uh, Just Cause Three. But yeah, mate. Next time you got, if you got the same game or you want to play the same game, same with Alex. Alex, come on, man, come on. I'm right here, mate. I'm right here. <laughs> come on, you can play some Drive Club, play some fucking Call of Duty, Star Wars, whatever you got. Just give me just, all you have to do is send me a message. Here's the message right now: is we're going to listen to another track and then we're going to answer some more questions. <laughs> All right, and that, my friend, is a segue. So this is the track "Night Ride" by Axiel.
that was Axial with the track Night Ride. And that's a cool song, and I am still here with Adam McNabb. It's been six hours now. I've been on the road six hours. I've just stopped off. You're having your own night ride. Yeah, I, I should be listening to some... I, I don't listen to any music whatsoever. It's really weird. I ain't been listening to anything. Do you listen to audiobooks? Actually, I've got a good trick for you here. Do you know where with audiobooks? And actually, you can get audiobooks from YouTube. So you'd have to spend all that money on like, like you know, paying ten quid a ten dollars a month. <laughs> I enjoy money saving tips from Adam McNabb. Because I've been having trouble sleeping. Mm. I actually listened to audiobooks, right? And I went on YouTube and I thought, oh, I tell you what I've I've never read or seen. 1984. Mm. Uh, I'll put that on YouTube, see what comes up. Audio comes up, eight hours. <laughs> Eight hours, mate. Eight hours. That makes sense. It's a, it's a proper book. Yeah, but eight hours. Like other audio books, like The Martian, are like two hours, three hours or whatever. You know, not the, not the, yeah, the book, yeah. But are those books or are those novellas, man? Think about Lord of the Rings. It probably takes like fucking a thousand hours I to got, read that. I ain't got a thousand hours. I've just got five hours. Well, do sleep, it. Sleep, so, you know. I'm going to get another question here. Go on, then. This is from Joe Ozone. So, hey, Joe, what have you got for me? Hey, Andy, this is Joe from over on the Ozone Nightmare. Hey, a couple episodes again, uh, ago on our show, we did something where we tried to imagine what properties would work really well in Netflix because they're doing so much original content. So along those lines, this is, I've been watching, I watched Kroll because I love that movie, even though I know the production values aren't especially great in all areas, but I mean, come on, Cyclops, Fire Mayors, Glaive, I'm in. So I watched that movie and I have been watching about, I'm almost the end of the first season of Max Headroom, you know, the 87 series. Of course, you know what that is. But that started me thinking uh, along the lines because to me, I'd love to see them actually try to remake Krull. You know, they remake all these movies that don't need to be remade, but there are so many movies where you could actually remake them and probably improve upon the original because the original maybe wasn't the best version it could be at the time. Because to me, you remake Kroll, do it with better effects, and you put Liam Neeson in the role of the old man. I mean, that just completely makes sense to me at this point. And then on the other side, I was thinking about Max Hedrum as well. I mean, we've seen the X-Files revival. We're seeing Twin Peaks is coming uh, next year, I think. I'd like to see them continue Max Hedrum too. Not try to update it, keep the aesthetic the same because I just love the world that series was built in, and carry it forward. I don't know if you're going to get everybody back for it. Certainly, it'd be nice to see some of the original faces show up. So in that vein, let's say studio comes to you and they say, okay, we're going to give you free license, complete creative control, no bit budget restrictions, no casting restrictions. You can have any property, one from TV and one from film from the 80s. You pick. What would you pick? What would you do with it? You know, would you do a prequel, sequel, remake it as is? One from TV, one from film. I'd be curious what what ones you pick. Thanks a lot for inviting me to to do this, to have the question on here, because it's just a dynamite show. All right, man, take it easy. That was Joe Ozone from the Ozone Late Night Podcast, who just had a very long question there. I would not remake a fucking thing from the 80s, because it is perfect the way it is. (laughs) Why would you ruin... TV, music, well, well, not re- we, look, to be honest, we're not actually doing it. I'm start again. Why the fuck <laughs> you want to redo anything from the 80s? I don't get it, honestly. Film wise, I wouldn't even touch that goal. Robocop, what a fucker. Why the fuck are you doing that? Total Recall, why are you fucking doing that? Blade Runner, why are they actually re- like rekindling that golden piece of. 
gold. Pure genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, honest to God, if they start, if they start touching stuff like short circuit or fly the navigator, oh, the hell's going to be let loose, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, fashion's all right. Fashion's good. You know, I'm happy with fashion, you know, and doing stuff like that. And then obviously music, you know, obviously it's not going to be as as real as the stuff back in those days using you know like the actual recording stuff I mean, well can, i think um produce. right I, I think you can take this question away like what if there was something from our childhoods that was cool but you know maybe hasn't aged well or could be done in a new kind of cool way like for example if you go on youtube and watch like you know title sequences from 80s television shows which is something that i do there's some of them that are like these really awesome shows that they only went for like a few episodes but they had like these weird quirky science fiction ideas or whatever like uh there's this one called oh when was the hurricanes made what's the hurricanes the hurricanes it used to be a tv cartoon cartoon it's a cartoon about football and he goes we're the hurricanes no it was a soccer soccer cartoon i've never heard of the hurricanes in my life but i'm watching this now and it is ridiculous Is it the 1980s or 90s? In 90s. 92, 93. Oh, well, okay. We'll have to go somewhere earlier. You're going to have to repeat the question to me in a bit because I've forgotten what we're talking about. Oh, okay. The show The show I'm thinking of is called Auto Man. Never heard of it. And it's it's like, I think it was like trying to cash in on the whole Tron thing. So like the hero is like this guy called Auto Man who comes out of a computer and his outfit is like weird, like kind of green screen, like glowing effect. Like he's, he must have been wearing like a, a like a funny colored outfit and then they they put on like sparkles and stuff and he has like a car that that and there's like he's got this thing that floats around that creates like a helicopter for him and a car and stuff and he helps these people solve crimes sounds amazing <laughs> does sound amazing <laughs> auto man what was the question again? You have free license, complete creative control, no budget restrictions. You can have any property from TV or film from the 80s. What would you do with it? So, yeah, you just get a thing from the 80s and you, you're given full reign to do what you want with it. Oh, that's a tough one, mate, because honestly, it's all pure gold. So, like, if, if, if I said, uh, oh, I'd really like to take, you know, GoBots and make a feature film of GoBots, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm going to say Alf, try and, like... Metcalf's fur a little bit more realistic, but uh, <laughs> and actually, and I'd actually, and I'd actually probably have a late night view. Yeah, I'd probably say Alf because then I'd have you know all the money in the world to make his fur look more realistic, and then I would actually have a late night viewing where he actually eats the fucking cat. Well, <laughs> you know the best part about Alf 
And this is my favorite thing. I think I've even said this on the show before, but it's my favorite thing about ALF is that that show ends. It was one of those shows that got canceled and it ended on a cliffhanger that they never resolved. So ALF is like this stupid, fun-loving comedy with this like wacky alien living with his family and the final episode is he gets taken by the government like that's how the show ends he's about to go home and the ship is like flying overhead and then he he chooses not to i think he i forget why he decides to stay on earth whether into the ship left before he had time and then the government shows up and takes him away and like that's that's how the the comedy of alf ends like it's ridiculous beautiful isn't it So maybe you could just make a direct sequel and whatever happened to Alf once he got... Well, no, because they did films afterwards and it was just fucking balls. Absolute balls. They made some, some 90s films of Alf and I think they made one in the 2000s as well. Every time they've tried to do Alf projects, they've all been weird things. Like, I think they tried to yeah. do like a late night show with Alf as the host. It was like Alf behind a desk, I think. Yeah, I remember there was a cartoon as well. There was an Alf cartoon. One of the Baldwin brothers was in one of the films as well with Alf. I don't recall there being an Alf film. Are you sure there was ALF films? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple of ALF films. Check them out. Hold on, hold on. There's 103 episodes of ALF? Jesus. Ran for quite a bit. Okay, ALF Tales. Now, these are saying all the times ALF was in other shows, because ALF was in a lot of shit. Hollywood Squares. Why do you type in A.L.F. Films. Just type that in, rather than like clicking on a, like a fake MDB page of Alf. <laughs> Project Alf. Yeah. Also known as Project Alf Part Two is a TV movie. It is a sequel to the final episode. What? Whoa, 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 whoa! They did this. The film begins where the original television series finishes. What? Learning of this two Air Force scientists with both. Uh, meanwhile. What? None of the series regulars were featured. The only actors to appear in both no. the TV series are Alf. Yeah. And I think one of the Baldwin brothers was in it. What the f- Oh, let me see here. I've never heard of this before. I never knew that they, like, had a solution to what happened at the end of the series. Project Alf. Yeah, 1996. Well, obviously you're not fucking committed to Alf, are you? Well, not in any way whatsoever. <laughs> Alf is stupid, but it's like, I never knew they, yeah. they did this. Listen, let's listen to another song. How about that? Yeah. All this, all this, all this talk of Alf is depressing me. We're going to listen to a track by Nightrunner now off the album Starfighter. And this is The Sentinels by Nightrunner.
And that was Night Runner with the track The Sentinels off the album Starfighter. And I'm uh, I'm back here with Adam McNabb, who's driving. He's on a long commute, hands-free. Mm. And uh, we've been answering That's... questions. Well, we haven't really answered anything, have we, yet? We just kind of like, it's kind of like that same stuff and then just, just drifted off. Well, uh, Joe's question was tricky. It's very detailed and sometimes it's hard to think. I'm going to say I'm going to say this right now, Joe Ozone. Is that I'm going to save your question because I feel like given some thought and maybe when I'm actually yeah. sitting down in studio in studio uh, with it with a with a future guest, we might be able to uh, think think on this question a bit better. But, you know, Adam's in a car and I'm tired or something. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, uh, Quantum. Le- oh, no, no. Quantum Leap was 90s, wasn't it? Oh, oh, no, it was 89, wasn't it? Quantum Leap. Yeah, I think it's both. I think it it, it it was crossover. Yeah, Quantum Leap would be a good one, actually. I love the, the premise of Quantum Leap. And I do think, because I went back and I watched Quantum Leap again, and I found, like, I watched some of the first season, and I found that show kind of slow. Yes, the first one was slow as hell. That went on for, like, was it an hour and a half? Yeah, like, I just found the first season to be slow. Like, I, I remember as a kid liking the, you know, the concept of the show and stuff. And then when I went yeah, back yeah, and yeah, watched, yeah, yeah. it was like, ah, this is kind of... It's kind of a boring show. Like, yeah. like the first one that opens up, just it just seemed to drag. Mm. You know, when he's a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I... Yeah, so that one, that's the show. I would plow a lot of money into that. CGI, I would even, like, just give him a nice haircut. I'd actually give Al a nice hologram, not a, a nice little fucking... Fuck, what's it called? What, what does he have? You mean his little communicator thing? Yeah. Oh, didn't it have a name? Yeah. Like, he, he'd be like, oh, so-and-so says... Oh, hold on. Today is, like, Wikipedia day on this show. Quantum Leap. All right, here's all the information you need. Quantum Leap is an American science fiction television series that originally aired on NBC for five seasons from March 1989 through May 1993. Uh, Ziggy. Ziggy, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I would actually upgrade Ziggy a little bit to make it look more realistic. Yeah, I'd probably plow loads of money in that and keep it running and probably till now. So they're all old and withered and they can't fucking they can't fucking leap anymore because his back's broken from like falling and getting getting <laughs> punched and Wait, do you understand this question to mean that you go back in time and take control of the no. actual show? <laughs> like... I don't right, I don't I don't fucking know anymore, mate. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Questions just fucking. So basically, if you could take any show and make it better, what are you saying? Yeah, a show or a movie, right? Like, and, and maybe yeah. not necessarily make it better, but like, if you could take a premise that you liked and then do something else with it, or, or do what you wanted oh. with it. Oh, right. So, for example, like, I mean, an easy answer would be Transformers. You know, like, I'd like to take Transformers, the cartoon, and actually make movies that somewhat resembled the cartoon in some way like where the robots actually looked the way they did then and maybe it's even like a retro movie that actually had like an 80s vibe and soundtrack to it you know oh man I, I'm, it's, it's too late to be thinking about this sort of shit mate <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't change a thing let's, let's move on alright here's one <laughs> not very good at these fucking questions tonight Andy sorry mate that's okay dude they're they're silly questions alright so uh, master control program Dwayne DeBolt. This is Dwayne DeBolt, a.k.a. Master Control Program. Now, I couldn't come up with a question, but I need you guys' help. Now, I have two lists here, one for Andy and one for Adam. And I need you guys to pick one word from your 
list and give it to me. No discussion between you two. Just pick your own word on your own. Andy, here's your list. Ultra. Laser. Robo. Hyper. Vice. Cosmic. Video. Future. Adam, here's your list. BMX. Phone. Tacos. Cola. Pizza. Watch. Guitar. Donuts. Pick one word, guys, each from your own list. Thanks, man. So from my list, I'm going to pick the word robo. How many am I going to pick? You have to pick one. Pizza. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Dwayne DeBolt. Which I, wonder is, I, wonder he, I wonder if he's putting this into some sort of equation and it's just going to basically solve everyone's fucking problems. Yeah. <laughs> robo. So here's what you got, Dwayne. You got Robo Pizza. So figure it out, man. I don't know what his plan is. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm only it's... Joking, I'm only joking, Dwayne. I don't, you know. I'm assuming it's uh, for some sort of art project, but I'm not 100% sure what the plan is. I'd like to see the outcome, though. Another thing that's uh, slightly distressing to me is I always thought his last name was pronounced Diebolt, and I thought that was really cool because it was like, it's like Dwayne Diebolt. But now he's saying it's like Dwayne DeBolt. It almost sounds like a really cool Miami Vice sort of name, detective name. You know, like, because uh, we have a, a cop, a detective in England called Bergerac. Yes, in the yeah, yeah. In the 90s, obviously. Oh, you've heard of it. Mm. Good for you. And, uh, yeah, so Dwayne DeBolt. Yeah, but I like uh, I like Diebolt. I think that just sounds cool. Um, no, DeBolt sounds better. Diebolt. Go get him, DeBolt. Well, yeah, if you're going to... Hey, the ball! Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, wait. I solved the mystery. Good field, guy, ball. Well, see, there you go. Now you you said it twice. You did two different words there. (laughs) You started with DeBolt and you ended with DieBolt. Okay, let's try again. I'm going to be Detective DeBolt and you're going to be the superintendent, yeah? All right. Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) Hey, superintendent, thick cheese, you wanted to see me? Get the fuck out of my office, DeBolt. What did I do? (laughs) You got a stupid fucking name. You want to start calling yourself Detective DieBolt? Then you can stay in my precinct. Oh, all right. So DeBolt here... Solving a mystery blows up the city, costs the fucking government fifty-five fucking trillion dollars, and now all of a sudden I'm the bad guy here. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Detective Cheese Dick. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ain't you fucking fucking fair? <laughs> I don't want this job. I only took this job because I had a fucking mortgage. I got kids. I got fucking mouths to feed. Christmas is coming up. I took this case. And now you're taking me off it because of my fucking name. It's not my fault. My dad married my mother. Okay? My original fucking name was called Winston. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Ah! <laughs> what is the, is the premise that your mom remarried when you were a kid? Is that what happened? No! My father and mother didn't marry. I was born out of wedlock. And then when my father and mother married, that's when I became the boss. But now... <laughs> Wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you... 
your father and mother were together, and then they had sex and had you out of wedlock, and then since your parents... I took my mother's name, which was Winston. You took your mother's name. You took your mother's name. Yes. That was the choice you made as a baby. Oh, I didn't come out of there saying, give me your fucking name. I went out of there, and they gave me the fucking name because they weren't in fucking wedlock. Out of fucking wedlock. What's the matter? Listen, we're not, we're not even. You've, you've fucking lost your character. We were on a good roll there. <laughs> okay, now we're going to do it again. This time, I'm Detective Diebolt. All right. <clears throat> knock, knock, knock. Enter Diebolt. Hi, you wanted to see me? Yes, I did, Diebolt. You're the best agent we have. How do you mean? What did I do? <laughs> you just do such a good damn job. But it's my first day. I haven't done nothing. <laughs> All I did was all I did was just put stuff on my desk. I put a stapler next to my computer, which is also a Dell, but I didn't know if I was gonna go for a Mac. But then I thought, you know, it's a little bit too steep. I'll go for a I'll go for a Dell. <laughs> I got stuff, a nice Dell laptop. I got it second hand off eBay and I put it there on my desk, nice mahogany finished desk, and, and then you just call me up to come in here to say I'm doing a terrific job. I ain't done nothing. <laughs> it's my first day. What I'm trying to say is the bolt mm. sounds a lot better to Dybo. Well, I rest my case. Case closed. You present that to the judge, they're going to say, yeah. Although people might like Dybo. I mean, he's a nice character. He's a nice kid. Well, yeah, he seemed like a pleasant dude. The other guy seemed like a complete <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Oh, I enjoyed that. That was good. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do a sketch show out of that. Sure, man. Fucking. <laughs> so we'll do one. We'll do one. One part the bolt, and the other tiny bolt. Tiny bolt PI. This is stupid. Hey, mate, we've got something here. I hope this stays in the fucking podcast, mate, because that was gold. Yes. Now listen here, buddy. We've had a great day. All right, and it's been fun talking to you, but we got to wrap up this show. I think we're we're leaving on a nice high with this ridiculous fucking <laughs> <laughs> improv routine about <laughs> DeBolt and Diebolt. I think that's good. So listen, man, it's been Happy. good talking to you. Talking to you too, mate. Hope you're doing all right, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your drive. And I hope to see you online as well with uh, with a uh, highway superstar. Yeah, we'll all join a party. Because we're all mates now on there. Why do we all just start a synthwave party? Yeah, we can. Ain't no party like a synthwave party. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking uh, do it up, man. I'll do it next time. The time is now. We'll get some cough syrup, mate, and sort your cold out, and then we'll talk again <laughs> soon. Yeah, my throat is killing me. All right, listen. We're going to end on a song here. I'm going to play a track by Paradise Walk, and it's called Summer Heat. But you, uh, Adam, have a lovely day, and it was lovely chatting with you. You too, mate. Always a pleasure, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Love you a lot. All right, man. Take care, buddy. I love you. Oh, sorry. Dude, I need to reciprocate that. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it's not, it's not, it's not a verbal contract, is it? <laughs> I love you too, man. We've had a good time Seriously, tonight. Well, I love you. 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 you know what's weird is I don't. I, it's not something I say a lot to people. I say it to me. See you, mate. Say it. Love you. Say it to me, brother. Obviously, I say it to me, mum. But I like saying it to me sometimes. You know, when this we've had a nice chat. I don't want to give you the impression that I'm giving you the cold shoulder. It's like it's it's not a. Th- oh no, mate. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. If you've got no feelings, then I can help that, can I? <laughs> 
it's like you know if I'm on the phone with my parents or whatever it just sort of ends with uh, you know they're like oh we love you son and I'm like fuck off and I just hang up the phone take it easy buddy and um, we'll speak soon I've enjoyed this conversation it's been nice it's, it's past these last six hours very nicely yeah. so um, we can do it again maybe next week we can do so, it next week if you want sounds good buddy take it easy bud
played, and that was Summer Heat by Paradise Walk off the Summer Heat EP. So that is a cool song. That was my conversation with Adam McNabb, and that is the end of the 60th episode of Beyond Synth. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in. It's because of you guys listening that I continue to do the show. And that is the truth. I know uh, when people start out with their podcasts and only like a few people listen, uh, they do it out of passion for uh, creating a show. And that is where Beyond Synth started. But now it's literally fueled by the fact that people listen to the show. So that makes me happy and that keeps me going. So thank you for listening to Beyond Synth. And I hope you guys tune in to the next one. Talk to you next week. See ya. Guest group.